Welcome to Gem Girls, the 80 cartoon podcast where we are watching, discussing, and ripping into your favorite retro cartoons with a special focus on the best worst among them all, Gem and the Holograms. I'm Hakuna Matitis. And I am Orifice Jones. And today we are getting swept up in some Broadway magic. That is episode 16 of Gem and the Holograms. And Jocelyn, I got to ask you, like, did you notice anything different with this episode? You know, maybe like it was actually kind of good. I didn't notice that it was kind of good, but I did notice a distinct lack of eyeballs. Uh, okay. Fair on the <laughs> latter point. Don't know so much about the former because I thought this episode was quite good. It's like maybe one of my more favorite in this season. And I discovered it's probably because it's written by Marv Wolfman. Uh, and yeah, 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 yeah. In your notes right here, I'm seeing da fuck with a Q and <laughs> obviously you don't know who the Wolfman is. Uh, Marv Wolfman is actually like kind of a big deal. I knew about him before I even knew he wrote this episode of Gem. Also shout out though. He also wrote the uh, Gem episode, the bands break up, which is actually one of my favorites. So like double duty Marv Wolfman kicking ass. Uh, but to basically kind of summarize, he was a comic book writer for a number of years at DC. He uh, did the new Teen Titans, so characters like Cyborg, Raven, Starfire, and Deathstroke were all him. Uh, he worked on Crisis on Infinite Earths, which is a huge kind of crossover, very mythology-influencing uh, series that came out. And also, he worked on Beast Wars, uh, which was Beasties in Canada, and the sequel to it, Beast Wars Transformers? Uh, dope shit. Come out of Marv Wolfman. Um, I am not familiar with anything you just talked about, but um, <laughs> good job, Marv Wolfman. I'm glad you make Michael so happy, apparently. I did not know he was a Marv boy. Marv yeah, boy. Dude, yeah, yeah, Wolfman. dude. Like, did you notice that I was, like, gleeful there for a minute? Like, he actually does make me happy. So, like, Marv Wolfman, uh, from me to you, killing it. Yeah, um, killing it, Marv. Uh, we love you, I guess. Um, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Official Gem Girls position is we love Marv Wolfman. I'm sorry, I'm making, <laughs> okay. that, I'm making that call, dude. Gem Girls loves Marv Wolfman. Yeah, the Gem Girls are Wolf Men. Also, there, there you go. Also, uh, Wolfmen. So, um, according to the internet, um, Broadway Magic is the episode where Eric offers a reward to the person who can reveal. Jem's true identity, identity, which honestly is a pretty shitty summary because yeah, dude, there was like, no mention of Broadway. Yeah, no, that's a pretty important part of it. Um, but anyway, we'll get more into that. But before we do, I just want to introduce our very special guest, our very good friend, and also like Jem the holograms unenthusiast. Yeah, and she's like a straight up, like, she's like the, the epitome of Gembryo, you know? She's just in that, in that amniotic fluid, getting larger, but still kind of gestating in that goop. Yeah, I might yeah, self-abort. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay, anyways, she, she's Whoa, introducing Maria. herself, coming in, coming in hot, Maria yeah, Nymark. We, yeah, Maria Nymark, yeah, wow. Welcome to the they podcast. They set me up for Welcome that joke. Podcast. You know, sometimes yeah. you have to shoot your shot when you see an opening. Yeah, you yeah. gotta shoot your shot every time that it is true. Yeah. And someone did shoot their shot to impregnate the uterus that you are floating in. All right. All right, you lost All right, let's, let's move on. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. I tried, Mar I tried, I tried. You try, you try. A for effort. F for everything else. Uh... Our good friend Marie and I, Marcus, here, she's going to come join us through uh, some Broadway magic. Uh, so let's get into it, everybody. Um, yeah, so what happens in this episode? So we open up with the scene of New York, and the Twin Towers are still there. Um, oh, wow, shout out, okay. Yeah, shout out, um, R.I.P. And then we are introduced to this 
really zany producer Bob Merritt. Yeah, Bob Merritt, producer. Uh, and he's like kind of shouting. He's like, I'm ruined. I have this three-act turkey with a trans with an intermission, <laughs> not a transmission. Uh, anyways, he's like yelling shit. His toupee's falling everywhere. Uh, and he's trying to, I guess, like think up a way to save his show that it was like, I guess, failing. That's the impression I got. Yeah, I did appreciate the toupee falling everywhere. I kind of liked his shirt. I thought it was kind of fun. Yeah, I like his outfit. And just like the, the aggressively archetypical quality of every single character, especially him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, like, he was like the Hollywood producer, you know? He's all of them morphed into one. Yeah, and he's like a New Yorker. He's like kvetching about whatever, being super neurotic about everything. Yeah, you know, he's from the Big Apple. He's got uh, people to be and places to see or whatever the... Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. His assistant doesn't give a fuck, um, which seems to be a trend in this series. True. Um, We've seen several uh, assistants who give zero fucks. And at one point, like, there's some window cleaners there and... He is, like, really angry because there's music playing. It's, like, some shitty Misfits music or gem music, which I understand why he closed the window, because usually right, the music right. is pretty bad. Exactly. Um, he closes the window on this guy's foot, and he flies over the edge of the window cleaning device. Yeah, so, like, the perspective we're getting is the window cleaner is, like, fighting for his life, <laughs> trying to, like hold on to not plummet to his death. You got fucking uh, Bob Merritt just like yakking away about the music. Then he realizes the music is like what he needs for his show and he's all gleeful and he pops his head out the window to the uh, window cleaners who again are fighting for their lives not to die at least from what we're seeing. Uh, and he's like, oh the music, that's what we need. Dun -dun -dun -dun. And he further knocks the guy off of like the clutch he's grabbing from and this I actually gotta give credit Again, to my boy Wolfman, because <laughs> oh this was this was some good writing, like some good camera work, I guess. I mean, any, relatively really speaking, yes. Yeah, relatively <laughs> speaking. Yeah, such a hater. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> it, the episode does kind of go downhill from here, but I thought it was a good moment when he could, because you see they pull back and it's like, at the first floor, so the guy like, you know, fell like a half a foot. Yeah, that's the totally joke, guys. Fine. That's, that's, that's it. That's the joke. Crisis uh, averted. Crushing crush my bills up there. Uh, crisis <laughs> averted. I thought it was pretty good. Y'all sip it on that haterade. <laughs> Honestly, like the first time I watched this episode, because I watched it twice. Same um, It was the that good. The first time I... <laughs> <laughs> the first time I was so confused about what was happening. I was like, all this shit is happening. And I know it's supposed to be like, oh, look at this and look at that. It's so funny. But I was just confused. It moves at a fast pace. It's it's at Wolfman pace, you know? You gotta yeah, be everyone like, has to really focus. Yeah, focus. yeah, you gotta focus up. Howl to the moon. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, some of it. the listeners here might not be intelligent enough to understand this episode completely. I agree. Uh, I agree. I think <laughs> I think most people, like I think half the people present didn't maybe understand the episode fully. Uh, <laughs> one point five of the people present, <laughs> like one and a half of you, is really fucking up because it ain't me. Oh, I, uh, I didn't say that I didn't <laughs> understand it. <laughs> um. Anyways, next thing we're at the beach. So we're at the beach, and there's some sensual volleyball playing. The holograms are getting all up into it, like Top Gun style. And some beach dude is, like, chilling with Rio, because, like, Rio's chilling with his boys. And he asks him about Jericho. He's like, hey, Rio, I know I don't know you very well, and I've never met you before, but, like, how's it going with Jerrica? And Um, yeah. He doesn't say all of that, but we've also never seen this dude before, and he's asking Rio very personal questions. Uh, I, so. Yeah, I just want to give a shout-out to this guy's outfit, because it's very tight, and he's kind of a queer icon. Oh yeah, and he looked hot. It was it was great shit. I liked all of their volleyball looks. Yeah, no, even Rio's was like kind of like I I'd fuck with that. That was that's not a bad look. Wasn't he wearing some kind of fedora or like some sort of safari? Outfit? It was it was very safari adjacent. It was like safari beach. Uh, I liked it. I like I like Rio in like tan explorer's gear. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's def- it works for him. It works for him. It works for him. Uh, anyway, so, like, Rio is, like, this random, like, beach dude. I wonder if, like, Jer- Jerrica's hiding something from me. And it's like, of course she is. You know, she's leading a dual life. Uh, and that's the moment that he sees, like, this ad for this musical of, like, oh, my God, you guys got to apply for this thing, jig. You're going to be famous. So, Maria, were you aware, like, I know that you've watched the show with us drunk and or high, like, a couple years ago. But, like, were you aware that Jerrica and Jem were the same person? Yes, I was aware. And it's also an extremely common trope in television of this sort. Yeah, that's true. I mean, think of, like, like Hannah Montana. Or, like, Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon was what came to mind initially. That is true. And I do argue that Jem is a magical girl. So She's a magical Sailor girl. It, yeah, and so in the genre... Michael, anime, you're a magical girl. Like, I am a magical girl. I agree. Uh, but in the genre of anime, there is a subsection called like the magical girl shows. Sailor Moon, Cardcaptor Sakura, uh, Nameless Others are like all kind of like in that genre of just like a girl who probably goes to school and leads a double life where she fights the forces of evil. Gem is almost kind of the same because she has synergy, which is like essentially a magical power that she uses to do fantastical shit. Yeah, I have some questions about synergy. But we could return to those. Um, yeah, questions abound um, in this show, um, that's for sure. Um, but I, I would argue that Jem doesn't really, like, fight evil. Like, what evil does she really fight? She's just that always is trying to throw benefit concerts and shit. That is true. But she does at least kind of have the whole morality element where she kind of uses her powers for good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like fucking lame sauce, and it's much better when, you know, the magical girl's fighting evil monsters instead of throwing a benefit concert for some reason. <laughs> uh, but I think it's, like, at least similar. I, I, I think Jem can kind of fit. Um, so, yeah, basically, Rio introduces the idea of Jem and the Holograms auditioning for this Broadway show, and we cut to the misfits who are working out, which I'm surprised that they even do. Um, Me too. And they were getting, like, serious about it. Like, see that contraption Stormer's in? Uh, it was, like, some real BDSM shit. Yeah, but one girl was just, like, straight hanging upside down, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I also like what she was wearing. It looks like, I don't know, she was a magma-based superhero. <laughs> it was very, like, orange-red splotchy. Um, yeah, but, like, I've never seen that kind of exercise before. I've only I seen the ones where they like they hang you upside down and, like you do crunches and yeah. shit like that. But she seemed to be have her arms and feet affixed, so that's why I thought <laughs> it was like kind of more like a crucifixion scenario going on. True, true, true. Um, yeah, I noticed, and this is a super minute detail, um, which you know we. So love we do it. Let's show. so we so we do a gem girls. Come on. <laughs> There's like a picture of this guy on the wall who's, like, kind of a hot piece, but he looks like a, like, kind of a brick wall. Like, almost turkey-shaped, but, like, uh-huh. muscular turkey. <laughs> muscular turkey. I don't know what that is, but I can kind of picture it. I don't know. I just thought he required a shout-out. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously he did if, if he's a muscular turkey. Right. Um, so, anyway, they're all kind of, like, shit-talking, Gem and the Holograms. Um, and Stormer's like, well, Gem is actually good, but I don't know where the fuck she came from. Like, I don't know what her name is. It's so weird that no one knows who she is. Right. And like, that being said, I feel like we've had these conversations before. Like, they've wondered this and they've tried to find out who Gem is. It seems strange that they're rehabbing this conversation. That's what I was going to comment. It seems like a pretty basic plot point that took 16 episodes to come to the fore. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and yeah, we've been here before, which is like why it's weird that uh, they're working out and like having this uh, like conversation. But I actually, I you know, on the topic of outfits that we glossed by earlier, I just want to come back to Eric Raymond's like gray sweatsuit trainer outfit. <laughs> I was here hot. for it. I was pretty here for it. Like I, I would drop and give me, give him 20 and whatever we wanted. <laughs> give him 20 what? Any anything, Jocelyn. Like he can name the twenty. Like licks on his butthole. Jocelyn, don't be crude. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna have to put one Jeez. of those uh, explicit warnings on this episode. 
Oh, so I mean, for the bad 100%. boys to listen to. Bad boys. Jim Girls bad. bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a goody goody two shoes, get out now. Stop this episode. Go back to church. Yeah, this is not the show for people who don't like dick jokes or vagina jokes or... I don't know. Yeah, that's true. A lot of dick jokes going on. Maybe too many. Just in the podcast, just to be clear, the show itself has no dick jokes. (laughs) Right, right. The show itself is suffering from a lack of dick jokes. And it's pretty ripe for dick jokes because, like, you know, all dudes look gay in the show. And I will say that my boyfriend, who I forced to watch it with me, did comment on the uh, frequent camel toes. Yeah. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You see, yeah, they're there from time to time. I, what camel toes? Yeah, they, they abound. They, the camel toes abound. So, dear (laughs) listener, keep an eye out. Um, yeah. I feel like Julia needs to come on the record and discuss this at length. I know, I know. I, I encouraged him, but unfortunately, listener, he did not want to participate. Okay, next episode, we're going to have, like, Julian Cameltoe watch. It's going to be, like, special segment. <laughs> and he's just going to, like, call out every moment, like, the the, the time, like, the location, and just burn through them. Well, Cameltoes are strong. They're powerful. They walk through the desert heat. <laughs> Whoa. That's beautiful, yeah, wow. Maria. That's powerful. I really that was No, it's a joke show. from that movie with Nicolas Cage when his young daughter asks about camel toes and he's like, Well, the toe of a camel, it's a compliment because the camel walks through the heat and its toes must be very sturdy. Anyway, I forgot what movie huh. it is. The Weatherman, maybe? Does Nicolas Cage have a movie called that? Yeah, he does. He yeah. does, he does. Uh I think he's like wow. also an arms dealer in it or something. No, that's Lord of War. Oh wow! I'm... You're like a Nicholas Cage. <laughs> yeah! Wow! Look no, at you, Lord Cage of War girl. is a very famous movie. <laughs> is it though? It's a Nicholas Cage movie. Yeah, but it was a Russian Jew who, like, the thing is based on who sold all the arms. So obviously, I'm aware of him. Right, right, right. about RJ. I don't know him movie. personally, for the record, but I'm aware. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> um, so back to the episode. Back to the episode. Um, we, uh, we somehow, we get into a song, like, Pizzazz is wondering where the fuck Jem is, or who the fuck Jem is, and we go into a song called Who Is She Anyways? She acts like a queen, if you know what I mean, but she's in for a big surprise. Who is she? She thinks she's the best, but I'm not impressed, and I'm gonna cut her down to size. Who is she? It was like, like they were in a gym. I was really hoping for more of a let's get physical kind of moment, but it was just I don't know, like a window into Pizzazz's obsession with Jim in a dark way that I didn't really find fun. Um, but she did do a pretty hot backflip at one point. That is true. Uh, and she, I was like, wow, Pizzazz, like you got moves. I just started thinking of the meme, the who is she meme. The who is she meme? Yeah, exactly. The meme of like, I guess it's originally applied to like a pretty girl being like, who is she? But then it gets applied to like a cute cat or like, I don't fucking know. You'll have to look it up. But who is she is like a genre of meme. And that's what it made me think of. And the the meme is better than the song. So. I'm sure it is. I'm sure. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. (laughs) Um, uh, I I like how Pizzazz calls Jerrica out for being such a goody two shoes. She's like, all yeah, she talks yeah. about is brotherly love. Like, but exactly she, though, like, shut the fuck up. Like, you're not I, that I, great. And I was like nodding along to the song. It's like I know, yeah, Jem sucks that way. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's super true. Like, preach, preach. Um. Yeah, and like, yeah, rightfully coming for Jem for being put on a pedestal for no good reason. Um, I also really enjoy towards the end of the song, though, when she's asking, like, who is she anyways? And Pizzazz, Stormer, and Roxy each pull off a gem mask off of Jem's face and then throw it at the screen. Uh, it was pretty trippy. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and then there were, like, circling, like, floating gem heads. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It was creepy. I liked it. Yeah, that was that was good. 
that was real good. Um, real anyway, good, real good. So the song ends, um, and Eric is like, I've just thought of something. Um, if we're going to keep Jem out of our hair, let's make a competition to figure out Jem's secret identity. And basically, he goes on the Lindsay Pierce show and offers a prize of $100,000 uh, to whoever can figure out what Jem's true identity is. Yeah, and he has this, like, I want you to find out who Jem is. It's like, it was very, like, an Uncle Sam moment. And he basically puts a hit out on Jem. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, kind of the same thing as, like, if someone, like, you know, like a contract killer type scenario. But instead, they're trying to find Jem's identity. Uh, right. To, to which Jem is, like, landing. I don't know. Like, she's in a helicopter. I guess Jem travels by a helicopter because she's bougie like that. Uh, and as soon as she touches down on the helipad... There's a bunch of fucking vicious reporters already there because, I, I don't know, somehow they knew she was going to take that helicopter. Uh, and they're, like, ripping into her, like, yo, who are you? da 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 And they got to have to get away really, really fast. So they basically take a... They enter a taxi cab operated by what I can only describe as a mentally challenged woman uh, <laughs> who has a... Like a sheer disregard for safety. If you read she's her, she's a New Yorker. Ad, she's developmentally disabled, Jocelyn. Let's not call it anything else. Uh, <laughs> yes, she's a New Yorker, but she also has serious disabilities. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, we have to call them. We have to call them out and like recognize that she really shouldn't be driving a cab. Because as soon as they get into the car, she like vrooms away. She takes some very, very unsafe decisions. Yeah, but that's because she's a New Yorker. They're all hustle, hustle, hustle. Right, Maria? I don't know. She's like, like, mister, you want fast? You got fast! And then, you know, proceeds to almost kill them. And they're like, hey, it was all over the TV! <laughs> um, yeah, so, anyway, um, basically the taxi driver tells Jem, like, what the lowdown is, why everyone's kind of, like, hounding her she's like basically there's a competition out there um and they're gonna give out like a bazillion dollars to whoever can find out your real identity um it wasn't a bazillion it was a hundred thousand dollars but still all right yeah right i mean like <laughs> she said a bazillion because she yeah I which guess, is why again said, i think she's mentally challenged she's like no 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 it wasn't a bazillion it was just a hundred thousand <laughs> it, it's just What's a big her? number to her she can't think in abstract thoughts <laughs> I swear to God, the AODA or the like Ontarians for Disabilities Act will uh, have something to say. You think? Yeah, I take it all they're, back. They're, they're all, all listening back. to this right I now. I take it all back. That's how it works. If you just say take backs, we do take backs take, on the show. Yeah, so. we do. At Gem Girls, we do take backsies. Otherwise, like we're yeah, we're gonna be murdered for sure. Um, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. But I would welcome being murdered. I mean, like, what is there to live for? Oh my goodness, so Jocelyn. <laughs> Don't use your platform. Don't use your platform to spread such hateful messages. Is it hateful? For everyone that's listening, there's fucking so much to live for. Mm, so much to live for. There's, like, cute puppies and bright flowers. And I got this water bottle that's the most delightful shade of salmon. That is true. I saw it. It was delightful. And I also agree that was necessary because anyone listening to our podcast probably has suicidal tendencies. So it's probably for the best. <laughs> probably for the best. Uh, anyways, I question I have for you, though, is why does Rio look like a disgruntled cop in, like, a mystery movie from the 50s? Like, his outfit is, like, trench coat uh, and, like, kind of, like, baggy slacks and, like, a loose tie. Did anyone else kind of get that vibe? Yeah, I don't give a shit about that guy. Except that, that um... <laughs> I mean, same, same. But, it's kind know, of a cool name. Episode. Rio? Yeah. I mean, they did... They decided he needed to be, like, of Hispanic descent, and they did the least they could do to give him a name that sounded like he... Oh, really? We, we did not true. pick they... up on that. I don't, I Honestly, don't Jocelyn, now that, that you're saying it, like that actually that makes sense to me too. I did not think of that either. Like, why the fuck his name is Rio? And it's like, oh, of course. If you want to 
you know, illicit Spanish ethnic origins. Rio, you know, there's like a city that's almost called that. And other there are so many more like on the nose Hispanic male names they could have done. Like Manuel. Like, yeah, but like a thousand others, you know. Anyway, yeah. right, but I, like you know, you got you had to think of like the extra nature of the show of like you know the girl's fucking name is Jim, so that's true. You have to have a crazy name too. Um. So anyway, uh, cut to the misfits who are auditioning for this musical, and Merv or Marv or Melvin. Bob. His name is his mom's name is Bob. <laughs> Whatever the fuck his name is, he's super into it. Um. And then Jerica and the holograms arrive. Um, to which Eric is like, where's Jem though? Like, there can be no show without Jem. And Jerrica, like, very unconvincingly is like, oh, yeah. Super bait, dude. about, uh, Jem. Yeah, so bait, dude. Like, what the fuck is happening? Like, oh, let me go get her, I guess. Be back really quick. Like, you know that a bunch of people are out to, like, reveal your secret identity. You don't feel like you should be less bait about it like you shouldn't just show up as gem to this fucking audition yeah like what is wrong with you um yeah what a dumb to bitch. which what a dumb bitch like mm, classic classic jer bear uh classic. and yeah uh and of course this is essentially like what happens she goes backstage to like go change and then roxy comes through and she has an evil plan to fuck up with the sound and she has a clear look at jerica and it's like oh my god jerica she actually says Showtime Synergy before we cut to commercial, and then we cut to commercial because, like, oh my god, Ross is going to find out. But then, of course, you know, we come back to commercial, and uh, she hasn't said that shit yet, and Roxy turns around for some other reason. She actually says, fuck this beanpole, I got better things to do. Beanpole is such uh, a funny insult. It's like the insult version <laughs> of a humble brag, you know? Right. Like, your like, insult yeah. is like, she's so tall and skinny, that sucks for her. Right, right. <laughs> But also, they uh, all have the same fucking body shape. Like, there's, yeah, like, do. one body shape that they all have in the show, and that is it. I know. Those girls need to do some squats. They have no booty, but they're, like, mad, like, tall and, like, slender. Yeah, I guess they don't have any booty. But back in the 80s, is that what people wanted? I don't know. Yeah, everyone was on that, like, Jane Fonda tip. Yeah. Did Pretty Jane much. Fonda not have booty? No, I mean, she was, like, you know, she was very muscular. Yeah, she was, okay. But I don't think squats were the thing that it was all, like, acro jazz or whatever the fuck. Very true, very true. They wanted that, like, that overall lean muscle, not, like, uh, badonkadonk. Yeah, as, um, as Baby Got Back kind of artfully points out. Yeah. Got workout tapes by Fonda, but my girlfriend is, a. Uh something i can't remember but fonda got a motor in the back of her honda, back of her honda. <laughs> my anaconda don't want that unless you got buns, buns. yeah you can do side buns or sit-ups but please don't lose that butt <laughs> there's also there's like okay i just have dolphin screeching as my note for this this part of the episode because yeah, cause uh, they sounded cause we, like we, dolphins we, screeching at some point. Because yeah, we come we come back to commercial and Roxy turns around, doesn't see Jem turn or Jerrica turns to Jem, and we have um like she fucks up the sound and dolphin screeching happens because ah, yes. like I don't know she fucked up the audio visual stuff. She tries to blame it on Jem, but Jem's like, please, like give me another chance, Bob the producer. Which Bob is like, yeah, of course, have a chance because you always get what you want, Jerrica. Well, also he's like, I'm not called Big Hearted Bob for no reason. I'm like, really? That's what they call you? Yeah, right, 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 right. That's what they call you to your face, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) They call you like Mr. Grabby behind your back. Well, yeah, he is pretty grabby. He's pretty grabby, you know Yeah, he like, like... in that interview scene with Lindsay Pierce where he reveals, like, that either... Oh, I guess that's coming up soon. Yeah, but he gives her, like, a hot, wet lips kiss, you know? It's creeps. Yeah, it's a mad, creepy dude. Um, anyway, the holograms take to the stage and they perform Can't Get My Love Together. And 
I don't know. I feel like can't get my life together is probably a better title for this. Because like, Jeb, what the fuck is happening with your life? And what's happening with yeah. mine that I'm talking about the show? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I like, I like can't get my life together because I relate to it more. Um, <laughs> can't get my love together. It's like, Jerrica, I don't care about these self-imposed problems you have with Rio. Uh, this is not interesting. I did like the Jerrica, like, Kimber moment or the Jem Kimber moment. Because I don't think Kimber gets enough cred, and I like seeing her on stage, at least, like, just with the leading lady, you know what I mean? What Jem and Kimber moment? When they first start singing, it's just, like, Kimber rocking on the keys, and Jem's, like, singing, fucking crying, because, I don't know, she's being mad melodramatic, like, hashtag overacting. Uh, but, <laughs> and it's just the, te- the two of them, the other holograms aren't there, and I like that, you know, they're giving Kimber some space to shine, because she wrote that shit, despite it being pretty shitty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, she deserves credit for writing a terrible song. That's true. She wrote it yeah, herself. She, and that's exactly. girl she power. She wrote it herself. Yeah, exactly. That's girl power. Like, you know, Jem is just the voice box for Kimber's artistry. You know what I'm saying? Can't get my love together No matter how I try Can't get my love together Don't know the reason why Can't get my love together Can't make the pieces fit Can't get my love together Can't make sense of it Why do I keep going in two directions at once? Seems like Everyone is super moved by this song. Which is um, so surprising because it's mad pitchy and like kind of whatever. Yeah, it's a terrible song. Literally um, none of these songs listen. are good. Yeah, I listened to it. <laughs> My notes from this part of the episode say the songs are not good. Julian looked like he was in pain. He said he'd sleep with them all, but they have no booty. <laughs> As we've discussed. As we discussed, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, yeah, since yeah, yeah. when do like big time pop stars consider being in a Broadway musical a prize? <laughs> like, can you imagine so, if like Britney and Christina were competing to be in it? Like, you start your career in a musical and like progress from there. So, Jim and the Holograms are—they'll uh, do anything for a little bit of fame. They'll do anything for a headline. Yeah, they're hungry for it. You know, they've been in a rock fashion book, Maria, um, which there was a lot of drama. Surrounding. They were in like, yeah, they were in like, like maybe two movies at this point. I don't fucking remember. Yeah, it's okay. Got it. Yeah, they're desperate. They're pretty desperate. Um, yeah, they're they mad desperate. But anyway, like even the misfits are moved somehow. Yeah, exactly. Which somehow. I'm like, uh, give me a fucking break. But anyway, um, anyways. So Bob is kind of like. I'll announce the winner on the Lindsay Pierce show because you're both amazing. Um, and, like, think about the publicity this would give me. Which I love. Which I love. I was like, yo, dude, always gotta be thinking. Always gotta be scheming. Bob Merritt, you know, queer icon. <laughs> are que- okay, are queer icons concerned mainly with publicity? Uh, no, 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 no. I just wanted to, like, you know move Bob Merritt into the queer umbrella. I don't know if it's really justified. Mm-hmm. Do you uh, want I, him under that umbrella? I really do. I want Bob Merritt to be like a closet homo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he's closer to like a closet Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I know, I know, I know. He is, he is. I want to see the best in him, you know? But here we are. Um, so they appear on the show with Bob Melville or whatever the fuck his name is. Um, Merritt. Bob- I don't get the name. <laughs> Bob Merritt. Bob Merritt. Robert. Bob Merritt. Uh, Robert Merritt. Um, they appear on the show and he comes in and basically like grabs Lindsay's face and like gives her a kiss. Um, and he's like, hey, hey, hey darling. Um, <laughs> it's, and it's, pretty, like, okay, it's a bad moment. It's pretty gross. I agree. It's, I like, agree. I get it. Like, Lindsay's pretty cute. Like, love that jazzercise outfit she got right. going on. But, um, no, she does not need his mouth on her face. No matter how yeah, cute no you are, him. you know, it's not warranted. 
It's don't true, take it's that shit from anyone. You being cute isn't an invitation to get like, yeah, exactly, to get you know your face sucked by some stranger. Yeah, because uh, we're out here giving lessons to the youth. Yeah, exactly. Here at Gem Girls, we're a- well, we're anti-sexual assault. Definitely, anti- we're anti-fucking like random touching by people who are getting two hands. Exactly, yeah. we're anti that. No Joe Biden moments over here. Yeah, no Joe Bidens. Uh, no. This Trump. is a Sanders. This is a Sanders podcast, right, guys? All right. Yeah, not right, Maria. You've been on this podcast for like half an hour now. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't walk in branding our political our politicization or whatever, putting us on a spectrum. Thank you very much. Now this is an anarchist, uh, communist podcast. Uh, yeah. We're all saving money sure. to move into the autonomous zone in Seattle. Gem Girls is more of an anarchist occultist podcast, I would say, if our political religious leanings were to be defined. Did you say occultist? Anarchist occultist. <laughs> I don't know. She seems like a statist to me. Anyways, uh, so Bob <laughs> announces the winner. Big surprise to Gem. Uh, Pizzazz yeah, freaks out. Yeah, wow. Who could have predicted that? Yeah, exactly. Didn't see that one coming. Uh, Pizzazz <laughs> freaks out, gets a fire hose, rips it on, blows water at everybody. Uh, to which Bob Merritt is like, you didn't let me finish. Y'all are going to be the understudies. Which um, obviously which sub- the misfits hate. Yeah, it's like the most skewed incentives. And he's like, if anything happens to them, like, <laughs> yeah, like how yeah, on exactly. the nose like- could this plot get? <laughs> Not to diss your boy, but like... No, fair, 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 fair. And he's also giving the misfits known for their attempted murder attempts towards Gem and the Holograms, giving them a reason to, um, you know, try to kill them again. Uh, <laughs> but I'm also just surprised that he would let them be the understudies after he just watched his bitch, like, get a fire hose and shoot water at his face. I'd be like, yo, like, you're obviously unstable. You can't work on my show. Yeah, that woman's fucking crazy. Um, and, like, the worst crime of it all was blowing his toupee off. Like, if someone, like, snatched the wig off my head, like, that one time, okay, remember that time when it was your birthday, Michael, and we were at Courtney's sister's place, and I, like, whooshed my ponytail around, and it flew off? Yeah, that was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) I, like, honestly, like, you don't want your wig to fall off in front of people. Like, it's just not a good... Of course, (laughs) It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that moment was a lot of things to a lot of people. (laughs) It's not something you want. If someone blew my wig off with a hose, like, no, no, no. Like, goodbye. That's pretty fucked up. You're right. It's pretty fucked up. It's traumatic. Um, It's traumatic, yes. Indeed. You um, went through trauma. Do you, Jocelyn, you want to talk about it some more? Like, you want to unpack this? Um, it's fine. I really should have just clipped the ponytail into my head a little bit better. Once a group um, of, like, street children snatched my wig off, <laughs> it was actually, it was really fucked up. <laughs> tell us about yeah, it. What was yeah, the tell us about it. I don't know if I want to get into it. the whole story. Honestly, it was, it was wild. These, like, eight-year-olds were just... You know, <laughs> life had clearly dealt them an unfair. Eight year olds for real? They were eight years old. They weren't like. A it was a group of kids, maybe from like eight to thirteen. Okay. But they oh, snatched that's a, that's my wig off, nice. and my first reaction was to scream, "You fucking bitch!" And then like they all they all surrounded me. All the children surrounded me. Um, and we had like a bit of a shouting match, and I managed to get my wig back, and then I left. And then I thought of some like very cutting things I should have. No, not not should have. Could have said to them. <laughs> what? what no, no, give what us at least one. Give us, give us at least one. Give us at least one. What were you going to like say to an eight-year-old to really like shut them down? <laughs> well, just something about how like you're an example of society's general failures. And like one look at Whoa. you. One look at you is like an indictment of all of the governmental policies that are supposed to govern your existence. Just, you know, along those all lines. Right. That second Whoa. one didn't. <laughs> That second one would have flew over their heads. It didn't hit as hard. Uh, yeah, yeah, but you fucking bitch! Yeah. That one worked. <laughs> oh, that's artistry. Uh, a true work. Um, but producer man did not shout that. In in fact, he rewarded her. Exactly, yeah. which I thought to be a weird take. Um, 
So we go back to, like, I guess, like, you know, after they're, like, they're rehearsing for the show. Jem's in this, like, kind of a jumpsuit, but, like, one quarter patch of it is yellow. I thought it was a hot look. I, I really liked it. I, I enjoyed it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, so some con people are trying to, like, get up in her business to, like, get uh, those those sweet, sweet dollars from her, from her identity. So this one guy comes up. He's like, Jim, you know, come give me your name. Write it on this check and you'll get this, I don't know, magical sweepstakes. And then we get this offensive, like, Romani person. <laughs> oh, my God. That was brutal. Gypsy Mama Pama Bama, I'm pretty sure what their name was. Do not listen to him. He is trying to confuse you. Listen to Gypsy Mama Pama Bama. Look into my crystal ball. You will go to sleep and you will reveal your true name. Yeah, with this, like, horrible Russian accent. My notes from this are actually... Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's pretty bad. And she goes, "Look, look, look!" Like mildly orgasmic, like uh, trying to get Jem to be hypnotized. It yeah, uh, it was a, it was a lot. That moment was a lot. Yeah, it was. Mm, yeah, super racist. Yeah, on, on a, yeah, it was pretty. It was, it was not good. It was not good. It did not uh, date well in the slightest. No, but like this woman was also you know, terrifying, which is also racist. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah, she was kind of scary. And, like, her little, like, <laughs> bold, like, like bold that flashed red, I was like, what is she going to do with that? I didn't know what was happening there. Yeah, no, some form of mind control, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly, that's what was scary. It wasn't like she was just, you know, trying to use magical powers, but she was trying to use legit mind control. Um, so, basically, Mervin is, like, you know, Jem. Bob, like, his name is Bob. Who are you calling Mervin? <laughs> That's what I have in my notes. I'm sorry. At one point I was like, I'm not going to learn this guy's name. Like, I'm just going to call him anything. Mervin. That's very, that's very Toronto of you, Jocelyn. Um, You mean Mervish? Like, yeah, Ed exactly. Mervish. Mervin, Mervish is very, they're very similar. They're both like play producers or whatever. Um, so he's like, do something about all of these interruptions or you're out of here. Um, which is fair point, dude. Fair point. Cause if like a bunch of people were in my studio space or rehearsal space, like, yo, get the, the fuck out of here. You get the fuck out of here. You know? Yeah, for sure. Um, so anyway, um, they're back at the hotel. Jerrica's wearing her favorite puke green and red bar wench outfit, which dude. I am not here for. I am I am anti here for it. I'm leaving for it uh, because <laughs> I liked it. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? It's the most offensive thing in the world. It's puke green <laughs> and then, like neon orange, and she's wearing what is like kind of like a condom wrapper cap. Uh, even like the weird fishnetty parts don't say that. It's pretty fucked up, dude. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah, but by this point, my notes are like running thin. I was like, just anything, please, give me anything to pay attention to. <laughs> Uh, uh, we're not even close to the end of the episode, baby. Strap yourself in. Oh we're God. here for a while. Um, so, <laughs> Jerrica's at the uh, at the hotel wearing her uh, puke green, orange, wench, pirate, like, barmaid outfit. It's a lot of things happening. And she, she calls Synergy up. She's like, Synergy, I need some advice because, like, everyone's saying I should reveal my identity. What should you do? And Synergy's basically like, yo, shut the fuck up. Don't say anything, Jim. Keep it under wraps. Like, stop fucking around. To which I was like, yeah, synergy, voice of reason, telling a bitch to shut up. I liked it. Um, so anyway, um, in the meantime, Rio is, like, searching through Jerrica's shit. Um, I guess because at this point he's suspicious about who she re- really is. And, like, sh- he knows that she's hiding something from him. And Jerrica catches him. And she's, like, really pissed about it. And says that he's against them, too. Which is like, wow, Jerrica, you've been lying to his face for God knows how long. And now you're going to manipulate him like this? Okay. okay. That is, that's that's pretty true. Because she has some, like, righteous rage. And she even says, like, I thought I'd love... And, like, stops herself and, like, tells him to leave. And it's true. I mean, I guess he was snooping through shit, but you've given him, given him a lot of reasons to snoop through your shit. And also, you are lying to him. You are leading a double life. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Jerrica Benton uh, really just fuck on people's heads. Yeah, definitely. This is some, uh, like, Batman level. Maybe not even Batman. I'm thinking of, like, what's the most obvious 
media where they can't tell the person's identity even though all they do is like change like one thing like how does no one figure out that it's her it seems really well then you've answered uh like a a logic riddle we've tried to unwind here in dem girls (laughs) okay okay just making sure it's been covered yeah, there's yeah, the idea that like synergy changes Jem's fa- or Jerica's face enough as Jem that they're not immediately recognizable. I really don't know, uh, but it seems like they had the exact same face. Well, they have the exact same face, the same or different makeup, and then like um, just has bigger hair, which right. could but just I, be Jerica in a fucking wig. I mean, the ruse that synergy pulls at some point. I think close to where we're discussing now. I guess that's like a good good way to deflect right right so as we see later um you know jem is missing and like the the show is gonna go on soon so everyone has to go get her and someone says she might be at central park because she wanted to go visit there which sure let's go to central park she's missing (laughs) and Uh, we're in new york so we have to so we have to we gotta go see the sites you know what i'm saying uh also though i want to just shout out how unprofessional it is like bob is really kind of like taking it in stride that someone integral to his show is not there for opening night. But they're like, don't, don't worry about it. We're going to go find her. So they go to Central Park and they're running around. And uh, Rio finds Jerrica hiding herself in an even more condom wrapper type headscarf. <laughs> Did you, you notice that? Because like, it's just like, now it's just like the head of a penis. I was fading uh, by this point in the show. My, my attention Rhea, to detail... Was slipping. You have no stanima. You have no stanima. You need to like have like Olympian levels of stamina. To, yeah, like, you watch do. The show. You do. You really do. Exactly. <laughs> when, honestly, writing the notes for this uh, for this is sometimes I'm like, whoo! I really got to psych myself up because <laughs> it'll take me maybe like 30, 40 minutes because I got to pause the episode, say a bunch of shit, pause the episode, and it can be a lot. It's very fast paced. It's also yeah, kind of funny lot. that, you know, the episode is, like, 20 minutes, but this podcast ends up being, like, an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> We're aware, Maria. We're aware. I like how Maria's, like, a stand-in for the listener of, like, the fuck are you guys talking about? And, <laughs> the like, listener that's made it to this? episode 16. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. That's so we're true. speaking to you from the past, and we're proud of you, listener. <laughs> Yeah, you're killing it. If you're on episode 16, you're killing it. Wow. Yeah, wow. Like, something is probably wrong with Shit, you, has society yeah. gone back to lockdown? Is that it? I hope you're not listening I just, to... I hope you're not listening to this from a place where, like, the government actually welds your door shut and you can't leave because we fucked up COVID so bad. Maybe, though. Maybe. Um, and maybe gem girls will inspire the revolution to <laughs> take down the man. To get COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to, get, to unsheathe our shackles and really COVID it up, you know? You know yeah. Yeah. Chill with my brovids, you know? Yeah. I love my brovids. I brought my brovids. My brovids 19. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, in that scene, I got to give a shout out to a random cowboy in the back with tight jeans. Nice. Um, and there's actually another one that that pops up. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, and so anyway, Jerrica confronts Rio and she's basically like, why were you spying on me? And Rio's basically like, why the fuck won't you tell me who you are or anything about Jem unless you guys are the same person? Which is like, thank you, Rio, for finally noticing this after I know, I was like, you got here, dude, you got here, you're (laughs) asking the questions you need to ask, like... It took a while to the point that I thought also that you had some sort of mental challenges or a disability of some sort. But you you, you put the clues together. Uh, and I'm proud. I, I really am saying that honestly. I'm really proud of Rio. Yeah, I, I guess I'm not proud of him, but I'm no longer, like, ashamed of him. Or, like, <laughs> I'm still ashamed him. of him. I'm still, I'm still both those things, but also proud. <laughs> I'm definitely ashamed of him. I have a lot of uh, shame was, associated with, like, this show and a lot of things around it in general, but it's fine. What do what, you what, mean? What, what do you mean? What, what are you shameful about? <laughs> Why are you such a hater? Yeah, really? You're chugging that hater. You're not even sipping on yeah. it. Yeah. 
No, it's fine. I mean, they tried. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really the best thing you can say about it. <laughs> Someone cared try. enough to do something. Just like this yeah, podcast. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, so true. So fair. So accurate. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Some truth bombs. Thank you, some Maria. Really, yeah. We really, thought like, we were killing it, but yeah, uh, we were riding high. Episode sixteen. <laughs> we're doing a great job, but no, 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 no. Brought us back to earth. Brought us back to earth. Uh, <laughs> Um, so anyway, um, we think for a second that Jerrica is going to tell him the truth, but no, no, no. She summons Synergy to, like, cast an illusion of herself as Jem. And she's like, see, I'm not Jem. Yeah, which is pretty fucked up, because, like, this was really, like, Jerrica's moment to be like, yeah, you know, the, you're right. Um, he seems to have figured it out. Might as well come through. But anyway, but instead, she's, like, a soft bitch to the extreme, Casts an illusion and fucks with his head. Fucks with his head even more. It's uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't like these choices. It was also like a perfectly timed sequence of events that somehow invited no further questions. Yeah, she Jared like, like oh, Jem literally materializes out of this thin thing air. I asked you about. What a what a clean, tidy solution to it. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. And also, Jem doesn't like wave at them in recognition. She just like bolts it in the other direction. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, um, well, I'm here now. So anyway, uh, in the meantime, the misfits are deliberating on how to get Jem to not show up to the show. Um, and then basically Pizzazz is like, well, like, since Jem cares about Rio so much, let's, like, write her this fake love letter and be like, meet us at the Statue of Liberty in the Crown at 5 p.m. Who the fuck would, like, accept a date at the Statue of Liberty? A, the ferry <laughs> is, like, hours of waiting. I'm pretty sure it's quite expensive. It's full of tourists. Just like, like fuck off meeting at the Statue of Liberty. It's terrible. I guess pre 9/11, maybe it was a little, uh, a little easier to make it there. Yeah, yeah. This is the 80s. You know, everyone was doing things on the quicks. On the quicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, but also Jem's like, uh, she's a dumb bitch, and she's like, yeah, of course. And she goes <laughs> to the statue. She goes to the Statue of Liberty's crown. And uh, she's like, where are you, Rio? You're like super, super duper late. And Pizzazz obviously just like locks her in there, tells the, the boat patrol dude, no one's upstairs. Don't that worry, was amazing. The security guard it. is just like, sure, this isn't worth like yeah, a exactly. three-second <laughs> elevator ride to ascertain. I don't know who you are, but you seem right. And just does not check, to which Jem is trapped in the crown of the uh, Statue of Liberty. And she sp- I spies a couple of, I don't know, workers some boatmen some boat, boat dudes doing Seamen. some boat shit uh and like this part i didn't really understand why she had to throw her earring like shuriken style onto the fucking port because we've already demonstrated that from her earring she can cast illusions quite far uh so that seems yeah strange to me. but yeah. anyway she does it she drums up a little like gem hologram gets the two men to come upstairs they let her out and she's like, yo, I need to, like, get back to fucking Manhattan. Help me out. And the one dude, like, the one that could do with hair, says, like, we'll help you out, but you gotta give us that $100,000. And Jem's like, all right, fine. Like, I'll show you, like, my real face. Let's do it. And uh, they take her back, but at, at one point, the evil worker pushes the other dude outside or into the water, and he brings Jem back to, like, the, uh, the opposite end port, but he's like, now I have to see your true face. And I really, really like this scene. Oh, yeah, that was a great one. Jem transforms from Jem face to his face. And he freaks the fuck out. He's like, whoa, what? You have my face? And then falls into the water. <laughs> which I'm pretty sure probably led to a full psychotic break on that guy's part. He probably, you know, developed a meth addiction. And now he picks at his face constantly because he thinks his face is Jem's face and Jem's face is his face. Uh, yeah, that's really a lot. number on him. Okay, but like, yes, it was a great thing to watch on the screen, but it's just like a terrible way for her to like not reveal her secret. You know, like, oh, Jem's real identity is like she's a shapeshifter. 
Yeah. Like, how is that So true. So true. So true. Jen is, yeah, some sort of, uh, yeah. Witch. Yeah, witch, succubus, alien. (laughs) Also not a very good portrayal of the working class, coupled with the imperialist messages of the Statue of uh, Liberty imagery. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I told you she was a statist. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no. This this show, Gem and the Holograms, definitely. Gem girls, that's true. We're not that. We don't represent (laughs) that. Yeah, Gem girls, we don't don't run with that. We don't run that shit. But Gem and the Holograms, exactly, yes. Um, So, anyways, um, Gem needs to bust ass to get to this fucking show. And she, like, does all types of shit. There's a, she takes a cab. The mentally challenged taxi driver. Somehow he's back. What a coincidence. Yeah, what a quinky dink. And then there's a hang glider convention. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. Which is my fucking favorite. And she basically is like, yo, need a hang glider? Peace, bitch. Yo, what is with the show and hang gliders? And why was there, like, why were people hang gliding off of a roof of a building in New York City? Yeah, I didn't realize hang gliding was so, like, advanced. Or that there were conventions for it. Uh, yeah. I also just really like how it's a really good like showcase of Jem's entitled nature. She basically just takes all of these things from people. It's like, I'm more important than you. Sorry. But she's also like, hey, like, here's my bus fare. Like, I'll give you a ticket to my show. Like, yeah, yeah. But it's also like she's using her fame wealth to, yeah. you know... She's not going to give that kid fucking tickets to her show. They definitely jump through hoops to portray her as being very good. Yeah. But yeah. I'm, I call, I call it's sickening. Sickening. Yeah. It's sickening. So anyways, Jen fucking rides in a hang glider for some reason. She makes her way to the show. And of course, the misfits are waiting and they're wearing these like shoulder paddy battle armor dresses. It was a weird look. Um, and, yeah. Uh, I don't know what that was. It I was don't like, know what that was. Ancient Egyptian, like, but also, like, from the future in space. Exactly. I thought it was more Grecian than Egyptian, but that kind of, like, that kind of flair. Uh, like a, uh, maybe, a, like, a, an oracle's uh, priestess, a shrine maiden type situation. Shrine with, maiden? Know, <laughs> yeah, kind of a shrine maiden type situation, but with, like, like... Greco-Roman shoulder pad armors thingamajigs. Armor protruding shoulder pads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you say it like that, it sounds like it should work, but it doesn't. Yeah, exactly. It sounds cooler than it actually was. That's, that is true. Um, and Jen rolls up in the nick of time. She's able to get her costume on in time because she has that kind of fucking magical synergy energy. I kind of did like that final Broadway outfit. Uh, not so much the performance, but the dress was like a solid seven out of ten. Oh, I like the dress. I like the dress. I thought it was kind of cool. I yeah. liked this song. I know that I'm like in the minority, but like I like the finger snapping, the toe tapping, the Broadway thigh slapping. Magic. No, dude, the thigh slapping was like my favorite because it's like, yeah, clap them thighs. You know what's up. Clap. Thighs. <laughs> 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 uh, she says thigh slapping, but like, yes, I also like the slapping thighs, you know? some like thick thighs and just like back and forth slap them what you never like done that before of just in between someone's thighs just like back and forth slap them no it doesn't come to mind immediately no one i mean i i'm doing it in a like positive way uh and people have done it to me before um and it's a it's a fun experience i highly recommend it do it to your own thighs i will um, I've been exercising a lot, so my thighs have grown. So yeah, I got them thick thighs. Got them thick thighs, so I'll slap them around, I guess. Exactly, exactly. That's what thick thighs are for. Yeah, the, the post-podcast party will just be us sitting there slapping our own thighs. <laughs> yeah, get ready Maybe there's some it. kind of rhythm, we'll see it. 
We'll see. We could maybe, um, yeah, we could like probably bust a beat. Honestly, <laughs> just to, just to wrap up the gem episode, I would gem episode. Jepison, I would not be happy to go to this Broadway show. Like I, I'd be like on my phone, like reading the the program to see how much is left, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really don't really know what the show is about outside of like Jem singing some songs about Broadway. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um honestly I would give the Broadway musical like two stars max. Um but um anyway, with that out of the way, um before we close out the episode, we gotta give our titles out. So who do we think is the baddest bitch of the episode? Baddest bitch of the episode. The hottest bitch of the episode. Like, the best. Yeah. That yeah. mistreated Romani gypsy character, Mama Baba Wama or whatever. No. <laughs> no. No, no, I no. Like, I like, like, I don't know really where you're coming from with that, but, like, that's not happening. We're not having <laughs> the of the episode. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. General, keep the perpetuating the, the class warfare. Keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you're just gonna name some like tall white skinny girl you're bad bitch of course whoa, you are whoa 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 whoa, whoa, you, don't whoa, know. whoa. you don't know you don't know you don't know we uh, might give it to some tall know. skinny man <laughs> exactly exactly we, both genders are fine as long as they're tall and skinny um, <laughs> um honestly no one was that great yeah, I, I almost want to give it to Jem just for that final gotta make it to the, the show scene because she does some kind of badass things. Yeah, she did ride a skateboard. She did hang glide throughout the city. Um, yeah. But she was also just... like, she was like, no, but she was a really weak bitch throughout the rest of the episode as well of the whole, you know, Rio secret identity situation. Well, who the fuck else are we going to give it to? Bob? The assistant? Bill? Yeah, the assistant. assistant. I give it to the assistant because she gave she gave no fucks. I kind of yeah, I appreciated yeah. that. Yeah, I love an assistant who gives no fucks. Um, Perfect. She baddest yeah. bitch of the episode <laughs> slash hottest bitch of the episode. Um, and now the biggest bitch of the episode and or weakest bitch. Isn't it always the like rival Stormer? Is that her name? No, do I love Stormer? We're Team Stormer here at Gem Girls. Get out of here. Okay, uh, Zaz. You're thinking pizzazz, the, the one with yeah, the green hair. Yeah, you're probably hair. thinking the pizzazz. Green hair is pizzazz. I don't think she was that bad. No, she was fine. I like I pizzazz actually had a good scheme this time around, so I give her cred. I want to give it to Bob. Like I don't like he how he it? kissed Lindsay for oh, no reason, yeah, and fair, he was kind fair. of a nervous mess throughout the episode. I was like, Bob, relax, and also like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. I, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Um, my only person would be... Je- well, I would be more Jerrica than Jim. Um, but they are one and the same. So let's go with Bob Merritt. You're a producer. You're a wonderful guy. But you're also, you know, a weak-ass bitch. Are they always in New York for these episodes? No. No. They're in a undisclosed location. It might be Houston. It might be San Francisco. Okay. I mean, I would like to just recognize that New York is kind of a star in this episode, and I like New York and usually live there. Um, so do you think it should be the baddest bitch, or are you just... Bragging? I mean, New York is always yeah, the baddest you, bitch. You're just one of those people who, like, always mentions that they live in New York because they live in New York. Honey, so it took it. me the whole episode. This, like, one and a half thousand hours we've been talking, I haven't <laughs> I haven't brought it up, so... That's fair. In about three minutes, she's going to mention how she went to Harvard. Just give it away for it. You motherfucker. Or she'll say a school in Boston. Yeah, honorable mention, New York. You could be, like, one of the baddest bitches. Yeah, right around New York, for sure. gave it to, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) It doesn't close out the episode um just please check out our social media we're on facebook twitter and instagram all of our accounts are gem girls podcast so look us up um follow us get some hot memes hot hot memes and uh you know go to wherever you're listening to this podcast probably apple podcasts or other mediums and rate us and review us to however how you see fit i'm lying give us five stars five stars and a positive review (laughs) 
I hope whatever future you're listening from isn't a complete hellscape. I also that. That's a shout out to uh, non-hellscape residents. If you are in a hellscape, hellscape in whatever timeline you happen to live in. It'll get better. Uh, yeah, it'll get better. Watch, <laughs> listen to our show. Still give us the five-star review. I, I don't care what state you're in. Definitely. We're not responsible for your personal problems. An icecape? Probably um, not. An icecape. An escape? Whatever. <laughs> uh, okay. With that, it's been it's been a romp. I am Orphus Jones. And I'm Hakuna Matiti. Maria Nymark, my first and maybe my last guest star. We'll see. Probably. <laughs> this one's been going. Am I right? This one's uh, yeah, we'll see if they maybe do like, yeah, so actually I was going to ask, in your intro you say like this and maybe other shows, but I don't think you've branched out. We, we have. have done one episode, forthcoming episode on the uh, animation classic Dino Saucers. Wow. Okay, great. <laughs> stay tuned for that, listeners. Yeah, yeah. Stay tuned for that. Um, and until next time. Toodaloo. Stay outrageous. Right. Stay outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> Really fucked that one up. I'm not good at that. Wait. It's t- fine. Uh, wait, can we try again? Stay outrageous. Stay outrageous. Uh, <laughs> until next time, pause. Like, pause a beat and then stay outrageous. Stay right? outrageous. Okay, ready? So, okay, um, until next time, stay, stay outrageous. outrageous. <laughs> wow, 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 It's okay. I'll just... It's I'll done. Just, it's done. It's whatever. It does not matter. <laughs> I don't even think anyone gets this far. Yeah, um, no one gets this far. <laughs> Should we have some kind of like Easter egg for the people that have gotten this far? Oh, dude, we're only at an hour. That's like not even that bad. <laughs> Maria looked at times like she was dying. Now I started playing Scrabble. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>